Today is Friday, March 19th, and you're listening to the morning announcements. I'm Sammy Sage. In an interview with ABC the other day, President Biden publicly referred to Vladimir Putin as a killer. And apparently, Vladimir Putin really wasn't a fan of that. He responded with a Taylor Swift lyric, it takes one to know one, and by ominously telling reporters that he hopes Biden remains healthy and adding, I say that without irony and not as a joke. Konstantin Kosachyov, the deputy chairman of the Russia parliament's upper house, said that Biden's comments were unacceptable and that he expects an apology. Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov told reporters on Thursday, these are very bad remarks on the part of the U.S. president. They also alluded that there would be a potential response in addition to the recall of the Russian ambassador the other day. I mean, we've always known Putin was petty, but it feels like Biden hit a nerve here. COVID-19 cases are now up by more than 10% in 14 states this week compared to last, and half of those states are seeing a rise of more than 20%. The worst acceleration of infections have been recorded in Michigan, but Delaware, Montana, Alabama, and West Virginia have also seen alarming increases. Meanwhile, 100 million shots have been administered, which well exceeded the Biden administration's goal of doing so in 100 days. I mean, we're so close to this potentially being over, but of course the law of American exceptionalism means we have to, of course, finish this off with a fourth surge in cases. The House of Representatives voted on Wednesday to reauthorize the Violence Against Women Act. Joe Biden originally authored this legislation in 1994 with the aim of strengthening protections for women from domestic violence, sexual assault, and stalking. The vote in the House was 244 to 172, with 29 Republicans voting to pass the legislation. The 172 opposing Republicans object to a gun control provision known as the boyfriend loophole, which allows access to guns by physically abusive ex-boyfriends and stalkers with previous convictions. Ultimately, the legislation will need 60 votes in the Senate in order to pass, which is unlikely to happen, shocking no one. Yesterday, the Senate confirmed Javier Becerra as the Secretary of Health and Human Services in a 50 to 49 vote, with Susan Collins surprisingly being the only Republican to support his nomination. Becerra is the son of Mexican immigrants who served as a member of Congress, where he helped write the Affordable Care Act, and as California's Attorney General. Becerra will become the first Latino to lead the department, which oversees the FDA, CDC, and NIH. Basically, all the people who can help end the pandemic. Now let's do headlines that speak for themselves. Yesterday, President Biden ordered that the flag be flown at half-staff at the White House and on all government grounds as a mark of respect for the victims of the hate crimes in Atlanta. The European Union's Drug Regulatory Agency said on Thursday that the AstraZeneca vaccine doesn't increase the overall incidence of blood clots and that the benefits of using it outweigh the possible risks. In response, France, Italy, and Germany promptly announced that they will start using the vaccine again. Biden plans to tap former Senator Bill Nelson to lead NASA. Nelson is not an astronaut, but he is the rare average citizen who has traveled to space and is a longtime proponent of NASA. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. If you're enjoying this podcast and want to show your support, head over to our iTunes feed to rate, review, and subscribe, or follow this podcast if you're listening on Spotify. For our episode of Afternoon Tea this week, I interviewed Blair Erskine, who you may know from her hilarious viral videos. You can find each new episode of The Afternoon Tea on Fridays in the Betcha Up podcast feed. If you haven't heard what The Afternoon Tea is about, I'll be sitting down with some of the most interesting people in politics and media to chat about the things we care about most. So be sure to subscribe or follow wherever you listen and stay tuned for a quick teaser from today's episode. 
Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. I came across, I guess it was Twitter, where which is where I originally found you during the 2020 election. You do these really funny satire videos, and you genuinely seem to confuse people. Like, how did you get into this? Like, what were you doing comedy before? Yeah, I was doing comedy before. I started doing improv in 2015 um, after college. And then I wanted to be a writer. I've always wanted to be a TV writer. And you can't write improv. So I switched to stand-up comedy. And then the pandemic hit. And the videos I started doing in March, I think it started with this uh, Vanessa Hudgens thing I did. And that was fun. And I liked it. So I just kept doing it. And then in July, the one that I made about the Costco guy who was threatened, uh, it went viral. And it's because no one knew who I was, you know, so I could have been this guy's wife. And um, and when that something like that happens, when you go super viral on Twitter, it's like you just want to do it again. It's it's like, you know, a dopamine head is what it is. Betches.